Let me tell you a little something about the chronic gals. Just two best buds and they're very best pals. Talking about cannabis, that good, that tree. So grab a joint and just fuck with me. Hey! episode of highest self with the woo woo girls that's us <laughs> and uh welcome to patreon welcome to patreon this is our first patreon video mm-hmm. um and we're super excited to be here as you can see we have a new background a new space for this new space i love it me too it's cool because like we're, we're hoping that our Patreon community kind of is like, becomes the inner circle yeah. kind of idea. Of like the you Chronic know? Gals podcast. Because there's things that have been, that were like censored last year on social media platforms and it just makes you think like, and even like we're getting, we get shadow banned on Instagram all the yeah. time. Yeah, and cannabis isn't, is still not like allowed on all the normal social media platforms. Right. So... So we're like, let's start our own space where we can speak freely mm-hmm. about what we think and um, are just able to to chit chat with the people we love most. Yeah. So this is where we are. Yeah. <laughs> we're super excited to be here. Uh, we are doing two extra shows a month for Patreon um, patrons. Is that what they're called? They're called patrons. Yeah, right? for the dub tier. For the dub tier, um, which. Oh, yeah, this is, we're putting this out, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Um, <laughs> anyway, sorry. But so, yeah, for the dub tier of Patreon, you will get two extra bonus episodes a month of us, um, and it's going to be The Highest Self by the Woo Woo, by the, hosted by the Woo Woo Girls. With the Woo Woo with Girls. With the Woo Woo Girls. And... The to be named. Oh headline. no! Oh. I named it. Oh, we named it. I just have to you remember it. it. What did we name it? Oh, did you see? Oh yeah. <laughs> did that, you see with the chronic gals? With the chronic gals. Um, yeah, it's gonna be like a headline show where we're gonna go through some news. Yeah, and talk about it and process all together. Yeah. So we're super excited to bring these to you, our top tier patrons. We love you and thank you. And, um, yeah, I think on our first episode, we just wanted to talk about ourselves a little Mm -hmm. bit more, about what we're doing, about all of the things that are coming for Mm -hmm. the Chronic Gals, Mm -hmm. and, um... Smoke some weed. Smoke some weed. Oh, should we start there? Let's do that first. Let's smoke some weed. Great. Do you have weed? I have weed. Oh, do we have an ashtray? Oh, yeah, I have an ashtray in there. I hope you guys all have your weed. Oh, I need an ashtray first. Oh. Thank you. Um, so this is Where's My Bike by Grass Valley Farms here in Washington. Um, a fantastic outdoor farm from Okanogan, Washington, way up by the Canadian border. We've talked to one of their employees and a good friend of art of ours tara barnes um a couple times on the show mm-hmm. there's like dog hair <laughs> i see that that's okay um but yeah they do excellent work fantastic go check out grass valley farms the smell is just so good oh amazing like i think i feel like i've said this i've I bought this ounce like three days ago and i feel like i've said this 15 times since 
I got it, but like every time you open the bag, it like hits you in the face with a tsunami of that, of but that. in terpene form. It's so nice, and it's just smooth and tasty and great. <coughs> um, Ashley and I realized that we we were like talking about ritualizing our business, and um, we realized that. Smoking a bowl at the beginning of all of our work meetings was like our ritual. Totally. It, yeah, so. we smoke a bowl and then we like talk <clears throat> about some shit and process and get it out. Yeah. And then by like <laughs> clearing all of that gunk that's just like running around our heads, we're able to like actually get creative. Exactly. And, like figure out some cool new steps for the business. Exactly. And so. and it's been really, really fun. Yeah. Sorry, I'm taking my shoes off. I oh, decided yeah. to get comfortable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm already sitting crisscross. Everybody get comfortable. Who knows how long this episode's going to be. Who knows? You know we, you know us. If you've been listening, if you've been a long-time listener of the podcast, you know that we can just ramble babble yeah. and just get lost into tangents. Yep. So that's probably why you're here, because you like to go tangential with us. And I feel like that's just something that happens when you're smoking pot. Totally. You know? And I guess that is to- something that we're like building our brand on, but just yeah. like... Getting lost in those little, like, I don't know, mind tunnels of stories and connections and weird stuff. And that's, like, that's especially why we wanted to do this (laughs) This, highest self podcast because, like, we go in some really weird, crazy places and we're, like... We need other people to ping off of the shit. Exactly. <laughs> we need, we need to start somebody recording else. it. Yeah, we need someone else <laughs> to listen to this because just because just in case it like resonates or it doesn't or whatever, we feel like somebody else should hear, hear our craziness. Hear our crazy. Or maybe in share like our crazy. us sharing our crazy, it makes you more comfortable to be the crazy you. Exactly. I I mean I think that's really the goal for me is yeah. that me being me helps you be you yeah i feel like that's something that's come across my worldview. like it's one of those things that's just been dropped in Mm -hmm. a ton of different places where people are like when you shine your light it allows other people to shine their light brighter so like be you 100 percent. totally highest self highest self so welcome to the highest self with the woo woo girls (laughs) that's us um, I think for this first episode, we're just going to kind of talk about ourselves. We've gotten a whole bunch of new listeners since we started the podcast two years ago. So we figured a good place to start is with us. With ourselves. So, Ashleen, since you're the oldest, <laughs> okay. do you want to go first? Sure. Um, I'm Ashleen. I'm 30 years old. I, I guess I'll just go. I'm 30 years <laughs> old. I have two kids, two little little kids, two and one at the time of recording. <laughs> and um, I've worked in, my career has been in marketing. My education was in journalism. My intention for my education was to be a music journalist. Um, but I graduated from college in the middle of a recession when journalism had no idea what it was doing. <laughs> so neither did I. And I ended up having a career in marketing, and that's basically what I've done for the past almost 10 years. Um, As I've worked for boutique marketing agencies uh, and small businesses to, I don't know, I've done like project managing, I've done marketing campaigns, I've done Kickstarter campaigns, I've done... uh, all sorts of different stuff. A lot of like event stuff. Um... 
But when I, like, I, there was always, like, that undercurrent of cannabis where it's just, like, all of these experiences I had. Oh, do you want this? I was going to roll a joint while you talked. Oh, cool. Do you want this? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I think I just, um, I think I just popped my hip. Oh. <laughs> but, like, all of the, all of the experiences with plant medicine mm-hmm. that I had ever had <laughs> in my 20s, which is when I started smoking weed and, you know, taking mushrooms and taking acid and whatever, all of the things that I did, during, especially in the beginning when I first entered into a relationship with plant medicine, I was like, there is something big here that people are not understanding <laughs> yeah. and tapping into, and... They're, vil- they're actively vilifying mushrooms and weed, mm-hmm. which are some really gentle things when you use them correctly. So true. And so for me, there was just always this underlying, like, I'm an advocate for plant medicine kind mm-hmm. of thing. And then um, I, at one point, thought that I needed to get two jobs so that I could pay off my student loans faster, which didn't happen. I actually got into more debt because I was working more. Anyway, that's a story for another episode. But um, I start, I got a second job bud tending um, besides my project managing job at the time. And uh, essentially, I loved it. I loved working with the customers. I loved hearing their stories about how cannabis changed their lives. I mean, I think within the first two weeks of me working, there was a woman who came in and she was like, I am actively trying to get off opioids. I have heard that cannabis helps. Can you help me? And I mean, honestly, like, here's me who is like an internet cannabis person. Like, I know things about cannabis from what I've learned online. Trying to teach this woman about how to use cannabis to come off of her pharmaceuticals. You know, mm-hmm. like there's a lot of stuff expected from bud tenders. Yeah. That should probably be, uh, you need to have the right bud tender helping you do that kind of stuff. Slash pay your bud tenders more and they'll care more. But that's a whole Again, another show. Um, But anyway, so, but she came back, I I gave her some things, I gave her my recommendations based on what I knew, you know, telling her, like, I was legally obligated to do, that it's all anecdotal knowledge and there's no medical research on it. She came back two weeks later and was like, she cried and hugged me and was like, I am almost completely off my opioids. I have, I have slept every night the last two weeks. And like, uh, she had slept, you know, a couple hours a night for years in her amazing. autoimmune journey or whatever. But she was like, she was able to use cannabis plant medicine to do this for herself. And I was, like, seeing these things over and over again. Customers were coming back saying similar stories, how it helps them sleep, how it helps their grandma who has cancer, how it helps, you know, all these people. And so it was kind of from there that I was like, okay, I hear these stories that people have, and I want to help tell the bigger story that plant medicine is. Mm -hmm. And I think that's when I started – I think that's when I was like, how do I – create a platform to tell these stories Mm -hmm. and at the time I thought it was through marketing marketing I thought it was through marketing and through the cannabis retailer I was working for who hired me to be their um, full-time marketing manager director and I did that for a couple years so it was cool to be in the industry for Mm -hmm. that but I think that was kind of when it was like okay what can I do which eventually I mean five years later probably led to this and now we've been doing this for two years and 
it's been like really fun and fascinating working in the industry, seeing it develop, seeing totally the literal infancy ages of an industry, a controversial industry that not the entire country believes in. So there's challenges around every turn. Like it's mm-hmm. just been a really fascinating journey to be here. And I'm really excited to see where it's all going um, because I really do advocate for plant medicine, mm-hmm. whether it's cannabis, whether it's mushrooms, whether it's, oh, fuck, I don't know, whatever you happen to do. Ayahuasca. Yeah, or... like ayahuasca, Ibogaine, like whatever your yeah. journey is. I don't have experience with those two in particular, but. There's so many just, different like, things. Or yeah. even just like sitting next to your plants or like working in a greenhouse. Right. Or gardening. Right. Or going in for a walk in the forest. In nature. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm here for it. I'm excited to talk about it and to share these stories with people. I'm excited to, like, see how it, um, how it has, like, ally, been an ally to me through my own journey and will continue mm-hmm. to be and how my relationship is actively changing to it, um, with it, to it, to it. I don't know. So. I love that. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. I'm trying to think what other questions. I don't have any questions. <laughs> I mean, then yeah. I after, right before the pandemic, or right when the pandemic started, I ended up quitting my job yeah. full time after mm-hmm. having my second kid to do this full time. Yeah, and yeah, we have uh, converted my entire downstairs in mm-hmm. our house into office and studio space so that we have places to work. Mm-hmm. It's been awesome. It has <laughs> it's been just awesome. been like blessing after blessing. It's been... What's not a blessing is this dry mouth, though. I need to stop talking. (laughs) I believe that. Drink something, Ashley. (laughs) But yeah, no, this has been a blessing to be able to stretch out, you know, and like the, like, third eye sense where Mm -hmm. where you don't have... And like where you have to work very hard. You know, like, I think a lot of people in COVID got to taste the, like wow, I don't really need to work that hard or like I'm maybe working too hard or, you know. Yeah. Or just changing the entire definition of what work is. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, how much time were were we spending commuting to work? You know, like I had a great commute. It was 20 minutes and it rarely had traffic. Like the people who have to drive fucking two hours. I know. If that's you, I hope you listen to our podcast when you do that because. I know. Hopefully we'll make it. Or the whole It'll make your drive more interesting. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that's so fun. But yeah, that's, I guess, the overview and some, like, little bits. Deep little, deep little dives. I like that. Thanks. Thanks for sharing. Yeah. How about you, Rye? Oh gosh. I'm Riley. (laughs) We're sisters. We're sisters. By the way, that's a fact. She's the older sister. I'm the younger sister. Um, Our producer is our younger brother. So we keep nepotism alive. <laughs> um, Slash, we all just have really excellent skill sets. We do. That, we, that are different, that we all bring to the table. Yeah. And it's a really amazing uh, partner Machine that we yeah, have created. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I'm so blessed to have, yeah, my siblings as my siblings. Um, but yeah, I'm 27 years old. As of recording, we'll be 28 soon. Um, I have a history of, like, the service industry. My background, my work background is in the service industry. My work background is in the service industry. I have 
edu- an educational background that is really just a couple pieces of paper and student debt. But um, on, I mean, my credentials are yeah. Um, my I'm an AA in fashion merchandising management from the fashion industry fashion. Institute. Institute of Technology, wow, and a BA in Psychology from WSU Vancouver. So, I am capable of doing things. <laughs> like this is something that I have to tell myself often, where I'm like, oh, I'm not good enough. You know, like when you get into that yeah. mentality. Yeah, I do have to think like, no, Riley, you are qualified to do many things in the world. Mm-hmm. You are just not meant to do those things in the world. Yeah. Like, that's really what Yeah, it the, is. the literal things that are making you feel shame <laughs> about whatever your credentials are. Exactly. Or, it's like, yeah, I wouldn't excel at that anyway. Exactly. Like, I, yeah. I couldn't be a trader. Yeah, you know, no. I couldn't be, like, on Wall Street. Exactly. Like, I don't want to be a counselor. Yeah. Or a therapist. Or, you know, like, a, psych- like a research psychologist. hmm Unless, I did think, though, um... I could get into, like, psychedelic research. Totally. I think if I were to be an academic, it would be that way, but... Academic or just, like, energy work, you know? Or quantum physics. No, I think if I were to stay, like... the way of wormholes. Yeah, no, I think if I were to stay, like, linear academia Mm -hmm. and do a, like, research thing, it would be, yeah, through psychedelic research. Yeah, totally. That's fair. But, yeah, went to school, realized that school and I don't mix very well, so I need to stop forcing it. Um, Left, or when I graduated school, I went into the service industry and retail. I mean, I'm fine at that. I'm good at communicating with human beings and manipulating them into buying things that they want, which, (laughs) or don't want, I guess. But... Those. Easiest sales are the ones who do want it and just don't want to admit it to themselves. No, totally. And you can totally tell, too. Yeah. They're like, mm. Mm. Oh. I make it so obvious for somebody to upsell to me because I'll just stare at the thing and I'm like, or they're like, is there anything else? And I'm like, do I want you? <laughs> Adam, <No. laughs> we got we got Mediterranean food the other night and Adam was picking it up and he was staring at the baklava apparently and the guy was like i see you staring at the baklava you want so that means like yeah i'll take yeah. two i'm like thank you i some people just need that little push that little acknowledgement like hey do that you deserve that baklava totally but um but yeah <laughs> i let's see where am i um school school took a break took a break Service well yeah Coffee. graduated oh yeah um by basically magic um, I got a job at this new up-and-coming coffee brand, thanks to Ashleen, um, and helped start Relevant Coffee in Vancouver, Washington, and spent three magical years there, um, and met some amazing people, learned so much about myself, the world, other people, and... Because Relevant was next to High End Marketplace, a local cannabis shop, I would literally just like spend my tips there. So I was smoking really good weed, trying to come down from really good coffee. (laughs) And 
yeah, during that, I just kind of helped Ashleen do Herbery Outfitters, mm-hmm. the like, uh, like merch, merch store. store for the Herbery. And I don't know, we, we just did like a bunch of really cool things in a little amount of time and it like really sparked up a lot of like wow I don't know if I want necessarily want to follow this dream of coffee forever or maybe it's evolving into this and I'm evolving into this and I think Ashleen and I just realized that we have really good conversations when we're high (laughs) and we expand on so many levels when we get high and have these like crazy conversations. So we were like, let's just let's let's record these and thus created Chronic Gals podcast. And then I think through Chronic throughout through Chronic Gals and like this pandemic, it's really opened the pathway of like entrepreneurship and just like working for yourself and defining that for your own self and not mm-hmm. necessarily needing like society's validation for what you do as yeah. work or whatever. Mm-hmm. So we're starting this like crazy new trip. Like this is literally us starting our new like pathway mm-hmm. and you guys are all along for the ride. Thank you and for being yeah, here. Yeah. So excited. Yeah. And like, yeah, like we said earlier, we hope that like through us, learning about ourselves, talking out these crazy ideas, and, like, just going with our gut, I guess, Mm -hmm. and, like, following our passions Mm -hmm. will, like, inspire others, and we'll create this community, Mm -hmm. and we all get to live happily ever after. Or at least try to. Yes. There is no try. Just do. Was that Yoda? Yeah. I love it. I'm super excited to be here. I know. You know what's really hard? Talking about yourself. Talking about yourself. It's really, really hard talking about yourself. Well, I guess this will be good practice then. I know. Because this is really about us, like, unpacking ourselves mm-hmm. and trying to I know. get in more alignment with our highest self, I guess. I know. Right? Totally. I think Kinda, everybody yeah. should try talking about themselves to themselves in the mirror or something. Like, yeah. really, I think... And maybe this is, like, a whole new year type of, like, energy, but going backwards and making sure you reflect on what you've done, because especially when you're in, like, a rut, Mm -hmm. going back and saying, holy shit, oh my god, no, I totally did X, Y, and Z. I never thought that I would do that or whatever. Yeah. Like, I think you can help yourself get your get into like a really good perspective yeah even if you're looking back at the past month like mm-hmm. if you're if you're just in if you've been in a really depressive phase for a week or something think about what you've done the past month or the past three months and you know like is, yeah what a good reminder to yourself exactly that you that you're the shit that you're badass and you can do it mm-hmm. and you are doing it mm-hmm. totally oh, i love it um so we do say that this is by the woo or with the woo woo girls mm-hmm. So we astrologically and cosmically profile each other. Yes, we do. Riley, what are your signs? Um, so honestly, I was like going back and forth on I need to go there again. Oh, whether or not I wanted to like say all my signs mm-hmm. 
<clears throat> but then I was like, to get a really full picture of who I am, you really need to know all, all like, my top three, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, that's fine. So I'm a Taurus sun, an Aries moon, and a Scorpio rising. <laughs> New information. New information. <laughs> I'm so excited about that. Um, in human design, I'm a manifester, a 3-5 manifester. Um... I don't know what my gene keys are off the top of my head. That's okay. I feel like I that's, that's, like, that's enough that we would be able to have yeah. a conversation about. Yeah. So, um, I am a Leo Sun, Sagittarius Moon, Leo Rising, um, and I'm a projector in human design. I'm a 2-4 mental projector. <laughs> that's cool. Yeah. Which means like a whole thing, but... We'll get into it. We'll get into a human design episode. Yeah. We'll go, yeah. I love it. Ashleen <laughs> loves it. I love it, too, when I learn more, when I can, like, understand it. Mm-hmm. And I really just like learning about myself and human design. That's the thing. I feel like, like, one of the big turnarounds for me in the past couple of years is learning what my human design mm-hmm. is and then learning what human design is. Totally. As far as, like, it's... It gives everybody permission to be themselves because everybody mm-hmm. is uniquely designed to be exactly the way that they are. Mm-hmm. So when you can be accepted to be exactly who you are, you're able to do all of the things that you love. And then the world just, like, it, everything just rolls to you yeah. because you're in alignment with your flow. And that's exactly what I've experienced the past, <coughs> I don't Same. know, two and a half, three years that I've known what my human design was. Like, yeah, whoa. Yeah. Okay, so I posed this question to Ashleen before we started recording this. So I'll pose <coughs> it again now. What were... <coughs> What are the top things that you've learned about yourself last year? Because we both, I feel like, had a very transformative 2020. I feel like we both learned a lot about ourselves. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah. Okay. Go. It's getting kind of, like, smoky harsh. We might be in hot. Yeah. Okay. I didn't think of what my answers are going to be, so here we go. I learned that... I didn't either. (laughs) Wait, what's the question again? What are your top things that you learned that about That I learned yourself? about myself. Or, I guess, learned... Oh, I learned... Okay, no. I learned that I'm a fucking spiritual being that has access to the powers of the universe. I feel like that was a pretty freaking big one. Yeah. Like, yeah. I firmly believe now that everybody is a little bit psychic. And mm-hmm. you just kind of... Like, when you can figure out what kind of psychic you are and then practice that, it begins to affirm everywhere else. And then other things start to turn on, and you're like, oh, I'm a little bit psychic in that way, too. Mm -hmm, And like, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. oh, those dreams that I've had are actually kind of like me tapping into different timelines. And like, deja vu is real. Mm -hmm, (laughs) And, mm -hmm. you know, there are different frequencies out there that want me to 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 like tune my dial to their frequency so I can learn what they have to say. And then I can choose to turn my dial wherever else I want next. Mm -hmm. But when I, you know, like... Yes. So that was a big thing. I feel like I had a, like a, what they, they say like spiritual awakening. I hate like labels. I know. They're so stupid. <laughs> but I guess I had like a spiritual awakening last year. Yeah. I would, I, 
Or definitely, like, a spiritual unblocking. Yeah. Because I don't think that you... I think you've always been awakened. So I I think spiritual unblocking. Are you talking about me in particular? yeah. Or, like, everyone? No, you you in in particular. I think so, too. Yeah, unblocking. That's true. It's more of an unblocking than an awakening. Because I think... I learned how to access it. Yeah. I think since day one, you've had... Your bullshit meter has been, like, queued up. You just haven't been able, you just don't know why, you know, like you fought like growing up, like going to church, like every Sunday was a fight going to church and then, you know, and then you like, you did your own thing and then you like learned your own path. So I feel like you've always like, it's true, been there because I feel like I've always like known the greater picture. I just either like forgot or didn't have didn't the language click. to yeah. put to it. And exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, I think she's... But then we... Okay, that's true. No, you're right. You're very right. right about that. But I think it's also just like... Every weekend was a fight to go to church, mm-hmm. which, that's a trauma. Mm-hmm. You know, that's a trauma that's created. That makes, you know, makes a kid think like, oh, what you think doesn't matter because it's about what they right. say. Right. And so when that gets beat into you so long, you it you that becomes like the recurring story in your head that oh, okay, what I have to say really doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. So then in the, you know, people pleasing to try to get through life kind of way, you just lose that you even have access to these yep. things or mm-hmm. you lose that you lose any agency to yourself mm-hmm. is what it is. Mm-hmm. Um and yeah, so that's all been given back to me in the past year or year couple years as I've come into whatever I've come into and it's awesome it is awesome (laughs) it's so cool it's really cool yeah yeah I think that's probably along the lines of what I've learned most about myself this past year is just like all of the little pieces of like human design and astrology and just like learning about Multi-dimensional disclosure. Yeah, yeah, like that stuff and just kind of not, I don't know, just being a conspiracy theorist, you know, just like not listening to the mainstream media or the narrative because yeah. it's, you can blatantly, you can just see right through it, mm-hmm. you know, like, so I've learned to trust my own intuition and my own gut and my own highest self. Mm-hmm. to process the information that I'm getting, does that resonate with me? Yes, no, maybe so. Okay, and then I'm going to, you know, pull yeah. it out, put it back out. Yeah. You know? And, like, I can change my mind. Mm-hmm. I can learn information mm-hmm. and then change my mind, and that's okay. Mm-hmm. Or just say, I don't know. Yeah. Like, I don't know yet. Exactly. I'm s- still researching. Yeah. I am still processing it or needing to talk yeah. about it or whatever. But yeah. There's that, like, people, there's, there's good things happening in the I don't know. And people mm-hmm. just, they feel, I feel like they make you have to be one end or the other. You yeah. know, that whole binary thing. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but it's like, oh, uh, can I just not know? Do no. it, Can I not know what I want to be when I grow up? Can mm. I, like, not know who I'm voting for? Can mm. I not know if I'm taking a vaccine? Like, Dude, I just keep thinking, <laughs> like, you keep saying it, and I'm like, dude, everything in school, and then we did the real stoners go back to school last, the other day, and I'm like, everything about Western American schooling forces you into 
thinking one certain way. And there are those teachers that maybe foster your own, like, questioning Critical stuff. Thinking, yeah. yeah. But the majority of them are like, this is the way. Mm-hmm. This is the path. If you don't know, then you are going to be a miscreant and a, you know, you're just, yeah. you have no future. Right. But it's like, you're fucking 17 years old. Right. You've only been alive for, like, this long. Right. And in you the, know nothing of the world because nothing. you've been in this, like, indoctrination box. box. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. <sighs> so, we've been chipping at the box. Yeah. This <clears throat> past year. Actually, I feel like a couple years. A couple we've years. We've been chipping at the box. It's been a slow roll, but it, it's just been, like, the snowball has hit this, uh, yeah. this last year. Yeah, it's compacted. This 2020, we had time to work on it. Yeah, we did. <laughs> we had yeah, time we did. to actually chip away at it. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, but yeah. we came out the other side with, I feel like, a whole bunch of insight. Yeah. Or at least energy into, like, this new way of living. You know what else I learned Tell that me. last year? Whatever. You know what else I know? Uh, nobody knows what they're doing. Oh, like, yeah. Even, mm-hmm. like, the top entrepreneurs, the top CEOs, whatever, like, nobody knows what they're doing. So, like, so just try it. And if it... See if it works. If it doesn't work, then you tweak it and try it again mm-hmm. or try something else. Something else I learned? Mm-hmm. Time doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Time isn't real. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know what? I didn't thought about this the other day. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know how your heart is a portal? Mm-hmm. And <laughs> when you... So, I was thinking about it in terms of like rushing to get somewhere okay. like okay you have five minutes to get to work your commute is 10 minutes you're late you have to rush 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 that five minutes feels like two minutes and suddenly you're like 20 minutes late yeah so my thought was does your heart be speed up your <gasps> physical relationship with time whoa dude that's literally what super hot is all about that vr game the faster you move the faster time goes whoa Whoa. that's crazy that is crazy but you know because then because then that 10 minutes and you're like okay i'm on my way to work we're cruising no problem energy's low heart rate's low you somehow get there and you're like 10 minutes to spare. You're like, mm-hmm. what the? I don't even understand. Yeah. Whoa. That's Chew on crazy. that. Chew on that. So, yeah, that just, just goes back to like, if you come at things from a calm, collected, even manner, you can get through it calmer and easier. Calm. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> exactly. I was just like, wow. Whoa. Okay, I love that. Um, and then also just yeah. another. Another, like, instance of where freaking VR is just, like, totally. the next layer in the onion oh that is simula- the if simulation. We, if you already, if you don't think that you, capital Y, you are wearing a VR headset and are, this is your experience, like, that's what's happening. Mm-hmm. Like, we are somewhere playing VR mm-hmm. for eternity. For a lifespan. Yeah. Yeah, until you die in the game, and then you take the headset off, and then reset, respawn as another avatar, and yeah. boom. Um, the Midnight Gospel, mm-hmm. Duncan mm-hmm. Trussell's Netflix. So I feel funny. like 
has it spot on where the guy's mm-hmm. just like traveling interdimensionally or whatever and he's yep. like oh look at this planet that looks interesting and then he goes into his like vr vagina thing mm-hmm. i feel like that is so spot on <laughs> well and then i was actually listening to his show the other day and he was mentioned something about i think there's a i think it's a buddhist nugget of information mm-hmm. that a soul sees its parents fucking and at like the moment I'm of orgasm, the soul that's like when the soul jumps in to yeah. con- this conception. Yeah. So it's like a threesome. It's like it a, was a th- yeah. It was your first threesome. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. I believe that. Actually, I guess I don't know if I love that. I guess I love to think about. I, oh God, that's weird. I, I, yeah, I love to contemplate that. Yeah. I don't know if like I hundred percent get that yet. But maybe, sure. Wouldn't that just be like the trip of a lifetime where your consciousness is just cruising like porn channels? I, th- I think right? that's kind of the idea. And it's just like, wow, nah, 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 nah. Oh. Oh, I think I remember another piece of it. It's that your soul is like floating through a dimension of bliss and ecstasy so like there's just oh. it's like souls encountering ecstasy everywhere which is for is most common when you orgasm like that's the easiest way i, I mean there's probably see. like people on psychedelics over there mm-hmm. there's probably like a monk over there mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. uh, but then yeah so then when i guess maybe it's when they see him fucking then it's like oh i can jump in there if i'm like ready to enter back into life again i don't know so interesting Huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, chew on that one. I can. I can. You are. <laughs> well, because then I'm like, well, I guess this could, like, add, like, that could be, you know, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, there's the theory that the soul chooses the parents mm-hmm. because the soul has things to fix karmically mm-hmm. for yourself and your parents or whatever. There's like, you know, like there's karmic contracts. Right. Yeah. So is it that like the car the little soul is like cruising through and is like trying to find the karmic thing like yeah. orgasm that works that for matches. them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe. Ooh. Ooh. You know? Yeah. Or it has to like find the souls like what happens if it misses? What happens if your soul miss? What happens if you're like cruising through the dimension of bliss, looking for your parents at the agreed upon time? Be like, okay, this is when we are contracted to for me to get conceived into right. you guys. But then it's like looking and it's like can't find them at the agreed upon meeting point. <laughs> well, because I mean, it's the parents' is like free will that truly decides if the soul's meeting point is valid. That's true. Like, right? if, every, if everything in their world aligns so that they're fucking at the right moment. Right, yeah. So, like, they have to, like, free-willingly choose. Because, like, what if, like, the guy chose not to wear the purple shirt and the girl was like, what shirt is he wearing? You know, like, <laughs> yeah. something so dumb and yeah. simple as that. Yeah. Where it would, like, totally affect the entire timeline. Yeah, it for could the soul, be. 
But then, like, also, if the two people are living in flow, then in mm. theory, the universe would do everything to help them realize what they had contracted to do before even being alive on this planet. Okay, but how many souls are getting born to people who are in their flow? Right. I don't know. Not many. Not many in the States, anyway. But, I mean, that's something that you can also change, like, when you are a soul living here. Like, you've just readjusted your flow so that you can live in flow. Right. I don't know. Yeah, so this is the kind of talk we'll have on uh, the woo-woo. High self self with the woo-woo I already don't even remember. We have so many titles now. (laughs) You know. I know. Um, It's also the Where's My Bike. Yeah. That'll do it to you, too. You just kind of forget yourself a little That's bit. Fair. Where's my bong? No, I'm just kidding. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to load a bowl. Do it. All this soul Is this talk. the bu- Bubalicious? Bubalicious, yeah. Bubalicious? Wow, this is like so precarious. Thanks. Yeah, I got Bubalicious from Heavenly, Heavenly. Buds this morning. And it's just delightful. It is delightful. If you guys are smoking along when you are watching this, comment. I think there's like a comment thing below. Mm -hmm. Comment on what you're smoking along with us. And if you feel, if you have any commentary. Sorry, Duncan. Sorry. Probably sees a squirrel. Uh... (laughs) Welcome to life, people. Yeah. Um, any commentary about souls or whatever? Mm-hmm. Let us know. Be part of the conversation. Yeah. Or what's your? What are your signs? Yeah. Let us know that too, so we can uh, get to know each other. I was gonna say profile each other. <laughs> yeah, get to know each other. Yeah. So I just learned that I am a Scorpio rising. I previously thought that I was a Leo rising. And I, because I didn't know what my true birth time was, but my Nana found a document that had my birth time on it. I don't even think it was a document. I think it was. No, it was like a. I think it was like a trinket that had it engraved or written on it or something. It was like, like the nurse's station, like, you've just been born. Yeah. Okay. Paper okay, yeah, yeah, thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, had my birth time on it. So that's exciting. And yeah, found out that I was a Hermoscorpio rising, and that just that just fits so well. I feel like mm-hmm. with my personality, mm-hmm. yeah. Just like I just like don't have any ex- like examples. Yeah, it's just you fit. You just it feels snugglier. It does. It yeah. does. Yeah, yeah. And I've always like had Scorpio friends around and. Just really like Scorpio energy, so. Mm-hmm. Well, here you are. I know. I'm happy. Happy to be here. So fun. So Scorpio. Me and my Scorpio gal pals. Mm-hmm. I have like two two of them that were born <laughs> on the same day. Oh, they have the, I didn't know they had the same birthday. Yeah. Wow, that's cool. Shout out Melissa and Amelia. Wow, they have similar names, too. They could be like twins. You could name a set of twins, Melissa and Amelia. That's true. I'm sure that there are Melissa are and Gemini's Amelia. Are too? Are they Gemini or something else? That would be hilarious. That would be so weird. No, I don't think so. 
Uh, Bubblelicious oh. is a cross with bubblegum and lavender. So it does. It smells like it smells like bubblegum. Yeah, it smells like um that zebra gum mm-hmm. from the nineties. It does. Like it, it, did that one give you the tattoos, like the tongue tattoos? I think. I think <coughs> it did. I think it did. Also, um, fruit by the foot, and. Fruit roll-ups. I love fruit roll-ups. So they're probably like the worst thing to eat as a child. It's just like food coloring and sugar gum. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think that was a lot of like 80s, 90s. Everything. Aughts. Before like the health food craze, maybe. Probably. But like everything had all of that crazy shit in it. I know. Yeah, that is really good. Isn't it? Mm-hmm. Gets you high. Sure does. What else? Anything else on our docket today? I don't feel like it. I I feel like this is a great place to stop. I feel like that also. I feel like we got to know each other. I mean, we know each other, but I feel like we got to know Mm -hmm. each other a little bit more. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, if you're into astrology or human design, you know a lot about us already. Mm Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, I'm excited for Patreon. Yeah, me too. I'm excited about Patreon too. We'll definitely have, like, a human design-centered episode where we kind of go into what it all means because it's really confusing. Mm-hmm. Ashley knows way more than I do. Mm-hmm. And that <laughs> like, definitely, mm-hmm. no, it's so true, um, definitely needs to come out. So stay tuned for that. We'll probably have an astrological one mm-hmm. um, where we, I mean, we, I do pay attention to what's going on in the, in space and the stars and the yeah. energy of the planets. Mm-hmm. And I think it does affect how we operate on a day-to-day basis. Mm-hmm. So um, we just kind of want to talk about that mm-hmm. and all and everything. Um Full moon rituals we can do. New moon rituals. This is going to be fun, This is going to be so fun. <laughs> um, if any, like, comment below with things that you want from us mm-hmm. also. Mm-hmm. Um, we are open for, like, respond to us. Yeah. Please. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In human design, I'm a manifester, mm-hmm. and I'm here to initiate and inform. Mm-hmm. So respond back to me please and i'm a projector so i need to be invited so you have to invite me into Into your your world (laughs) take what i have to offer and invite me in the rest of the way so we're excited (laughs) to be here to do all that with you yeah Um, so thank you so much and thank you for your patronage thank you for being here we are excited Um, mm -hmm. your patronage will is going to so many amazing things bowls bowls we're going to update our camera game when we can. We are, we're going to do, we're doing it all. So It's coming, you guys. It's all coming. You're here at the beginning. Exactly. You get to see the You're, DIY. Yeah. I guess it's all going to be DIY, but yeah. it's just going to get better and better. So. You guys are the seed. 
Mm-hmm. You're wa- you're help- you're watering. You're helping mm-hmm. us grow. Our you're the miracle plant. grow. Exactly. So thank you or guys. Or the fish emulsion. Ooh. Or the, the compost. compost. <laughs> nice. Uh, so thanks for being here, and stay tuned for our headline show, which will be coming out a couple weeks I'm... soon. Um, check out our podcast on all your favorite podcasting platforms. Mm-hmm. Our should... new YouTube channel, Real Stoners, mm-hmm. is coming out. Where we try things. We get stoned and try things. Yeah, we and do. And it's uh, pretty fun. It is fun. And yeah. Yeah. Till next time. Bye, Bye. everybody. Bong rips and pizza chips. Bong rips and pizza chips. Bong rips and pizza chips. Bong rips and pizza chips.